If load shedding wasn't bad enough, since Monday, towns in the Kucha municipality in the Eastern Cape have had water shedding for six hours a day as well. A severe drought has devastated the region for roughly six years, and now residents are facing day zero in less than two weeks. One of the three dams that acts as the main water supply for Qebecha and other coastal towns in the drought-stricken region dropped too low to allow for water extraction. Residents are frustrated and blame local government for not acting sooner. Only four years ago, Cape Town was facing a similar fate and the crisis gained local and international attention thanks to the city's awareness campaign. A far cry from what we've seen in the Eastern Cape. The Department of Water and Sanitation's Dr. Chris Museki acknowledged that water supply issues were sometimes due to mismanagement at government level, but that government can't be solely to blame. He said residents need to take responsibility for their own actions in reducing water consumption. I'm Amy Gibbings, journalist for News24's Multimedia Department, and you're listening to The Story. This week we'll talk to News24 reporter Malibongwe Daimani and chairperson of the Nelson Mandela Bay Rates Payers Association, Kurbis Gerba. We'll discuss why the drought in the Eastern Cape has garnered so little attention from the rest of the country, how things became so severe, and what measures have been put in place to remedy the situation. You're listening to The Story. It's a podcast by News24. We'll speak to journalists and experts about the week's biggest story. This is what we saw, heard and uncovered this week. We're now talking to News24 reporter Malibongwe Daimani, who covers the Eastern Cape. Malibongwe, thank you for being with us today. How bad is the situation? Tell us about the dam levels of the three main dams that supply water to the region. I mean, the situation is very dire here in Nelson Mandela Bay. Uh, one of the three major sources of water in both dam has run dry. The water levels are extremely low, so much that it has become impossible for water extraction to happen. Now, the other two dams, Churchill and Lorry, are sitting at 10 and 44%. That's very low indeed, and scary to think that these two dams are the last two sources of water for quite a large region. Malibongwe, which municipalities have been affected the most? So, Amy, apart from the Nelson Mandela Bay municipality, just outside, there is Kuha local municipality, which has nine towns. On Monday, it introduced uh, water shedding to manage its water. Now, the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro Municipality, which shares Churchill and Imbofu Dam with the neighboring Kucha Municipality, has been criticized for not sticking to the to the 30 megaliters a day water restriction, which was enforced by the Department of Water and Sanitation. We've had the DA slamming Nelson Mandela Bay municipality for extracting between 90 to 100 megaliters a day from Impofu and in the process putting the lives of uh, the people of Kuha municipality at risk. Malibongwe, who's to blame for things getting this bad? The drought has been an issue for several years now and it seems as though no major interventions have been made. Uh, that's right. While the drought is the major cause of the water scarcity in Nelson Mandela Bay, 
Another thing that we have observed is leadership crisis in the municipality because for a long time a critical position like the the position of the director of infrastructure and engineering not being filled and qualified engineers not being hired by the municipality it is only on tuesday and thanks to the intervention from the minister of water and sanitation mr senzom tunu that the position of the executive director of engineering and, and infrastructure has been filled. He has seconded a specialist from his office to fill the position so that to get things done, you know, as, as day zero is, is fast approaching. We've also seen that while day zero is just around the corner, there's been a lot of leakages. The municipality has been losing 29% of its water supply to leakages. And that is very bad because that's 81 megaliters of water per day. Due to the leakages, pipes not being fixed. But when we spoke to the municipality about this, they told us that they have since hired 10 plumbing companies, 10 private companies, to bolster their own team of plumbers, you know, so that they can fix all these leakages which are contributing to this problem. Now, all these problems are adding to the water crisis. They have been identified by a lot of people, the business community and the residents, ratepayers association and opposition political parties as the factors that accelerated uh, day zero. And what of any media campaigns and awareness campaigns to educate people and and get people to change their behaviours, you know, like we saw in Cape Town four years ago during the the drought and the the looming day zero we had in the Western Cape? Look, here, this site, it has been very quiet compared to Cape Town. And this is the situation that... uh, John Steinhaus and the leader of the Democratic Alliance actually identified the same thing. He said, unlike Cape Town, he doesn't see an aggressive, aggressive campaigns. You know, uh, people being told to save water. You know, billboards outside uh, public event, uh, sorry, uh, public institutions just the water saving warnings. He also mentioned that in Cape Town, roughly around 2018, you could feel it. You could feel the the urgency in the air, you know. Uh, people were really, really working very hard, you know, to try and avert day zero. And that even at the restaurants, they replaced uh, water with... with uh, liquid soaps and, 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 you know, and other, and even urinals, they replace them with, with special filters in order to ensure that restaurants are not adding to the water crisis or the water consumption is, is, is reduced drastically. 
But this is something that we don't see here in the Eastern Cape, uh, especially in Nelson Mandela Bay. It seems like it's business as usual. Thinking about residents and citizens, what is the mood like on the ground? And what measures are being put in place to decrease daily water consumption, if any? The residents are very frustrated. The Port Elizabeth Ratepayers Association uh, is so frustrated by this situation so much that it has now called on residents to detach, to cut ties with the municipality and provide themselves with, with own water and, and, and electricity. The Repairs Association currently is helping people to install water tanks uh, and, and also uh, to put uh, solar systems to just get uh, themselves you know, off the grid, just to to dump the municipality, if I may put it that way. Not everyone has the resources to, to mm. get themselves off the grid. So what yeah. about the everyday person? Um, you know, are there any campaigns at the moment in place to, to try to eliminate day zero, essentially, and, and make it beyond? Look, um, on Monday, the humanitarian organization um, Gift of the Givers landed in Nelson Mandela Bay in Grabecha and they have just started drilling boreholes. They will start with uh, 10 and then later they will drill more boreholes. They are hoping to drill 13 total. And they also brought uh, water tanks. They are also working with the Nelson Mandela Bay Chamber of Business, uh, which has donated water tanks as well. And also the business community at large is also on board. They are working very hard with the municipality together. They've joined forces uh, with the gift of the givers as well. And also the municipality has installed um, communal taps. It has just started to install communal taps across the city as well for people to fetch water. What's the use of installing taps if there is no water? Mm. It's a strange... Mm. It is a strange one, and I've asked the municipality, but I haven't got an explanation as to where are they going to get, where are they going to source the water for for these communal taps. But perhaps it's going to come from the boreholes or... From the tanks, water tanks, I don't know. When are we expecting day zero? Is it a few days away, a week or two, a month? And then, and then what happens? Day zero is less than two weeks away. And when it happens, 107 suburbs and areas will be without water. And this includes the... St. Albans Maxman Prison, which is the largest in the province in terms of population. And when you think about that, this situation, it, it's very scary. We, we, we are talking about quite a lot of people who will have no water to drink, to cook, to, to, to wash. It's an unprecedented water crisis. It has never happened before in the Nelson Mandela Bay. It sounds like the clock is ticking and there isn't much time for the municipality and and just conscious residents to, to make behavioural changes so we don't end up with 107 communities, suburbs, without 
water the most valuable commodity that we have. It, it, it has this sort of dystopian feel when we think about communities at large just losing their water. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a scary situation. Thank you for your insight um, from the ground, Malibongwe. That was News 24 reporter in the Eastern Cape, Malibongwe Daimani. We are now joined by Kurbis Gerba, chairperson of the Nelson Mandela Bay Rates Payers Association. Thank you for joining us on a public holiday, Kurbis. Not a problem. Thank you so much. Kurbis, whereabouts do you live and how has this ongoing drought affected your day-to-day, especially as things start to intensify as day zero approaches? Okay, firstly, you know what, it's a, a situation where you wake up in the morning to go and shower and there's no water in the, in, the, in the shower, your shower is dry, um, or otherwise it's just like air blowing through. Other days, you open your shower, the water comes out like muddy, uh, brownish water, um, it's, it's, it's very frustrating. So it's, it's a continuously problem. Um, out of five days, you must probably got two days out of, you are two days out of water and this has been ongoing for quite, quite a number of weeks, uh, well, months already. Uh, um, you know, the problem is the the, the financial and, and political instability in our city has been ongoing for the last 16 years in Nelson Mandela Bay. Um, when the DA came into power in 2016, they tried to uh, redirect the, the situation. and been captured by that time uh, uh, the UDM and uh, since then, with the UDM and ANC, this has been ongoing yet again, as before uh, the 2016 elections. Um, what you need to know is this could have been prevented. In already, uh, they've been busy with a with a, a water pipeline from the Kharib Dam and the Nwetgedag Water Project Scheme, where the pipeline would have been completed and continuously delayed, delayed, and then they, they allocate money for it, and that's money goes missing. So, yes, the, the, the ANC administration failed the city, and they created this, this havoc situation, which is now becoming day zero. Tommy Kubis, when did things really start to get desperate? A year ago, two years ago? Um, if you if you go back to if you go back to 2013-14, you know, uh, for some reason over the last 16 years, Nelson Mandela Bay uh, area have really had a lack of proper rain. We had water restrictions, we had, we had limited water, and they penalised the penalties of the water penalties was uh, around about 10 to 15 million a month they they uh, collected in revenue from water penalties. And, um, you know, in that time frame, I've made it clear to the to Mwaili, who's actually become a very good friend of mine now in fighting corruption and stuff, and uh, get the get the uh, water pipeline completed, because that, that would serve as a, uh, uh, not only an ongoing uh, water supply, but also as emergency water supply. And uh, basically, the infighting in the metro continuously for power have, have derailed all plans for, for, for that. And uh, so the, this problem is not coming. It's not the last six years problem. This problem is ongoing for the last 16 years. You, you must know one thing is what people do not realize. You can go without electricity still because you can use gas stoves and you can use uh, you know, heat water if you haven't got electricity, but he cannot go without water. There's not a single person in this country in the world who can go without water. And with the ANC, who's got absolutely no direction in leadership, uh, especially now with, with the new mayor, there's zero 
leadership, no direction. I mean, they plant, they planting taps. I mean, instead of, in, um, instead of, uh, which I brought up uh, also a few years ago, I said, put, uh, draw some, some holes, put, put tanks up with filter systems where people can go and fetch water for emergency times. No, you know, it always gets overlooked. If they don't do it and they get recognition, the ANC gets recognition for what, what has been done. They don't, they won't, they will not do it. Anything they, uh, they can get recognition for, they will do. This is a political situation which has been ongoing not only in, in not only in, 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 in Port Elizabeth countrywide. Kubis, yes. I hear that Gift of the Givers has sent an emergency team down to start drilling boreholes in Nelson Mandela Bay, I think it is. I've heard, I've heard that there is a team coming down. Uh, we're busy with a with a, a company who I've already approached to, to drill two boreholes. We we've made uh, some inquiries now for locations because we 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 want to drill two boreholes in every area, every suburb. Put tanks up, put filtering systems in, and get uh, uh, about ten trucks to deliver water for clients or, or consumers, and and try to do what the metro was supposed to do. So, yeah, we're also looking at that options. Um, but anything we do or anybody else will do, the metro will not uh, uh, um, go along with. I can tell you the giver, but the givers, if they are successful in getting locations, because the problem is you, you need some, you need, a, you need a, a, the right to draw walls in metro grant. The only other option you got, you, you need to go to the consumers net in those suburbs and ask them, if you can drill in the yard, put a tank up there for emergency situations, because to get that uh, to get that approval from the metro is going to be a huge problem because they will not get recognition for it. Port Elizabeth and, and Nelson Mandela located area and the surrounding areas, uh, Koga and 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 all those areas has been affected due to the lack of leadership, lack of political will. And 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 uh, uh, basically incompetent officials, not doing what they're supposed to do, and, and serving the public who voted them to be there. And this this is a frustrating part. The people voted for these people to be in power, and then they don't serve the people they who voted for them. Thank you for your time, Quibus, and I'm sorry for your frustration. I really hope that all parties can come together to avoid day zero. Have a good day. That was the chairperson of the Nelson Mandela Bay Rates Payers Association, Kurbis Gerber. That's all we have time for this week. I'm Amy Gibbings, producer and host of The Story. Join us next Saturday for a discussion on the week's biggest story.